Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Ronald Reagan cut taxes, cut government spending, and gave us peace through strength. Now you can celebrate this great president with a limited-run, half-ounce silver coin from the top-rated precious metals company, Gold Co. All qualified listeners who visit HannityGold.com this week will get a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. So go to HannityGold.com and get yours free while supplies last. That's HannityGold.com. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Final news roundup and information overload. All right, News Roundup Information Overload Hour, 800-941-SEAN, toll-free telephone number. You want to be a part of the program. I mean, uh, I don't know how many more times Joe is going to get rejected by OPEC or Middle Eastern countries don't even want to take his call because he's dealing this, he's doing this dumb, idiotic deal with the Iranian mullahs, uh, so, and we might be importing oil from Iran, the number one state sponsor of terror. They'll get tens of billions of dollars. Maybe Vladimir, who's negotiating the deal, which is another form of insanity, uh, gets to build them a nuclear facility as part of the deal. Uh, The Iranian Revolutionary Guard, yeah, the people on the no-fly list, uh, they're negotiating to allow them to fly to America. These are the biggest terrorists in the world, the number one state sponsor of terror, and these are the guys that pull it off, and we take them off the no-fly list. I mean, you can't get any dumber than this. Maybe except when you're sucking up to the the murdering thug dictator in Venezuela. Now, there's a simple answer to the problems we have, and that is that we we go to Alaska, we go to Anwar, we go to Texas, North Dakota, we can go to Oklahoma, and we can get all of the oil that we need with, you know, 100 years of supply easily. And then if we want natural gas, clean-burning natural gas, well, we have over 200 years supply of natural gas with a, with a Middle East of natural gas. And we go start in states like Pennsylvania and Ohio and West Virginia. We'll start there. Same with coal for West Virginia. Uh, anyway, so Dan Sullivan is pretty disgusted, the senator from Alaska, in the way the Biden administration is crushing his state's economy with their disastrous energy policies. He inherited energy independence. We've talked about it. We finally achieved it for the first time in 75 years. We were a net exporter of energy. Anyway, the point most people are missing is how the Biden administration encouraged companies and allies not to buy American energy. And if somebody can explain to me the difference, if, you, if, if you're going to drill for oil, 
Does it really matter if you drove for it in Russia, in Iran, in the Middle East, in Venezuela, or the United States? Because, Joe, they're, they're all fine with importing uh, barrels of oil. Well, we don't have to import them. You know, tell me the, well, why it's better for Mother Earth to let other countries with lower environmental standards do the drilling. It's insane. Anyway, so let me play for you here. Dan Sullivan, John Kerry telling allies not to buy long. Listen to this. President Biden said when he campaigned, we're going to end fossil fuels. It's the one campaign promise he's actually keeping. So on day one, and it is day one, it, they started saying we're going to stop producing on American land, including Anwar, which we got done here. Alaskans support that. Americans support that. We're going to strong arm financial institutions, woke guys like John Kerry, Gina McCarthy, going to Wall Street saying, don't invest in American energy. By the way, John Kerry has also gone to Japan. I've heard this from Japanese officials saying, don't buy LNG. I mean, who, who the hell's side is this guy on? I think Xi Jinping loves that stuff. The guy that flies around in a private jet every other day and says it's a necessity for the job that I do. I'm I buy carbon offsets. Oh, okay. Try buying a carbon offset if you're married and you cheat on your spouse. Good luck. I'll buy you this or I'll buy you that just to offset my infidelity. It's so stupid. Anyway, then here's Senator Sullivan talking about the Biden appointee issuing a memo saying all drilling permits have to go through her. Great. March 19th, 2021. This is from the Assistant Secretary at Interior. She's acting, by the way. She will never get confirmed also. Good luck, Laura Daniel Davis. She put a memo out saying that every application to drill, and I want you to explain what that is, but as you know, there's applications to drill that go with federal leases that make you actually produce on the federal lease. She said every application to drill has to go through her, right? Now, normally applications to drill on federal lands, it's approved at like the regional level, Fairbanks, Alaska, BLM manager, or the state of Alaska, BLM. She said, nope, we're not doing that, even though we've been doing that for decades. I am going to approve every single application drill in America. This memo is still in effect. This would be like going to get a loan from Bank of America, and you, you're going to go to your local bank, community bank, and they say, no, you got to go to Wall Street headquarters. Anyway, Senator Sullivan, Dan Sullivan of Alaska joins us now. I've never, I've never, if you can explain to me this energy policy, uh, then you're a smarter man than I am, because it makes no sense to me, Senator, at all whatsoever. Hey, Sean, great to be on the program. And, you know, you are making a great point, by the way, on two insane issues. Uh, I want to talk energy, but I just got to very quickly, as a U.S. Marine, say something about the insanity of this idea of getting back in the crazy Iran nuclear deal. You know, taking the Iranian uh, Republican uh, Revolutionary Guard and the Quds Force off the list of organizations that sponsor state terrorism is insane. And you know, and I know, and I saw it, these guys are responsible for the death and uh killing and wounding of over 2,000 American soldiers by supplying these highly sophisticated EFPs to the Iraqi Shia militias. So they still have the blood of American soldiers on their hands. It would be insane to do that, just like this energy policy is insane. And, you know, Biden from day one, his 
sought to think about it, shut down the production of American energy in places like my great state, Alaska, kill American infrastructure like Keystone, um, get federal regulators to choke off capital to American energy companies. I'm seeing that all the time. And then the one you mentioned, beg dictators around the world for more oil when we have oil here, we have gas here, and you just mentioned we have the highest standards on the environment at any place in the world. It is all insane. Iran policy, the energy policy, they're related, as you know, and um, that's why they're going to pay in November. You know, I, I think so, but but we have a president that campaigned on and said outright, I've played it many times, I guarantee you we're going to end fossil fuels. So prior to, I mean, I know they love to blame the 40-year high of inflation on, on Vladimir Putin. Uh, that was happening months and months before Vladimir Putin ever invaded Ukraine. He's trying to blame yeah. the high energy prices, gas prices, uh, and the and the associated cost increase of everything we buy to Vladimir Putin's invasion. Also, that that was all happening already too, because gas prices Absolutely. were up on average, you know, about, around a buck fifty a gallon around the country. Absolutely, yeah. and you know, I think, and if you listen to John Kerry, Gina McCarthy, it's kind of interesting. They've put those two in a closet since the war in Ukraine started because. Kerry's statements right when it began about, oh, my gosh, Vladimir Putin might not focus on climate change. This is a horrible thing. I mean, even the Biden administration is like, man, we got to shut this idiot up. But when you listen to their rhetoric prior to all this, my view is you put policies together like they just did, like I just mentioned. They wanted prices to go up, right? You hear Gina McCarthy say, well, look, higher energy prices will, quote, accelerate the move to renewables. They wanted this, and we're seeing the predictable result, which is working families getting hammered with the prices at the pump, pink slips for great patriotic American energy workers like in my state, and empowering dictators like Putin, the Iranian mullahs, and uh, the Venezuelan dictators. So it's predictable, but I thought there's good evidence that it was purposeful. All right, quick break. We'll come back. We'll continue. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. More with uh, Alaska Senator Dan Sullivan and then your calls. Mainstream media loves to hate. This is the Sean Hannity Show. All right, 25 to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, I am really having a hard time understanding this administration and their messaging on COVID. The latest thing that, that flip-flop Fauci had to say is, well, now people are going to have to assess on their own uh, the amount of risk that they're willing to take, th- this is not going to be eradicated. It's not going to be eliminated, he said. And then he goes on, and what's going to happen is that, you know, we're going to see that every individual is going to have to make their own calculation of the amount of risk that they want to take. He's been wrong on everything. And right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. One mask is good. Two masks 
or better. Now is not the time to pull back. You have to wait a few weeks before you see the effect of what you're doing right now. There is an end to this. We just have to hang in there a bit. And I think one of the rescuing elements is going to be a vaccine. I hope that next Mother's Day we're going to see a, a dramatic difference than what we're seeing right now. I believe that we will be about as close to back to normal as we can. If you get the vaccine, you're going to be fine. If you get the vaccine, you won't get COVID. Wrong. And of course, the big lie, the origins of the the gain-of-function research that they claim they didn't have any knowledge of and American dollars that didn't go to the Wuhan Virology Lab. It turns out they did, according to his own NIH, and he still has a job, and he's the highest-paid government employee. Pretty unbelievable. Now, it looks like, you know, last week it was so obvious to everybody that Nancy Pelosi, she she had had to contract the virus uh, ahead of... It was like the day before she was kissing Joe Biden and breathing on top of him. Look, I, I, I do not understand. You can't explain transmission in situations. Some people can be in the same room, the same distance, and somebody, some people get it and other people won't. I've seen this happen again and again and again. I'm, I'm sure most of you have as well. Uh, there's no rhyme or reason to it, but Omicron, we know, especially... BA2 is is more contagious than even Omicron 1, BA1. And anyway, so, all right, thank goodness the president didn't get it. We don't want, you know, he's an older president. We don't want him getting it. Nancy Pelosi, from all reports, is doing well. I would like to get an answer as to what treatment she took. Uh, I did have a long discussion with Dr. Oz, and he'll be on TV tonight. Uh, he got President Trump's endorsement for Pennsylvania and I, talk, I had a long talk with him about these antivirals. Apparently, the Pfizer antiviral is now becoming a little bit more readily available. And it's, yeah, you can go to their website. Linda, maybe we'll get a link. Again, I urge you to talk to your own doctor first. And because they're not producing enough of the monoclonals. Hey, Sean, just a yes. quick update. When you asked me last week to put the two approved uh, monoclonals up on the website that are there, yeah. So we can we can see them. They're on handydata.com. Both monoclonals that are approved by uh, our government from WhiteHouse.gov. Monoclonals specifically approved for Omicron to the dominant variant now. Correct. 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 Okay. So if you go to handydata.com, you can read about them and find out where they're available in your area. Yeah, and I tell everybody, ask your doctor. But but we had a long discussion because while every doctor I've talked to has spoken very highly about these antivirals, the Again, different from monoclonal antibodies. Um, I did ask him to explain, and I cannot even try or attempt a layman's version of everything that he told me, uh, but he is now prescribing it for some of his patients, especially because the monoclonals are not readily available because they didn't see, I guess, Omicron BA2 coming, like what they said about Omicron 1.0. I mean, you can't make it up. And, and you know, and then the stupidity... You know, you have first you have Jen Psaki questioned by Peter Ducey. Nancy Pelosi kissed the president. Of course, she's a, he's at risk of having contracted covid in that environment. But we don't consider that close contact as as defined by the CDC. That's why nobody trusts the CDC. That's why nobody trusts the NIH. That's why nobody trusts Biden, Kamala Harris, Jen Psaki, Flip Flop Fauci or Walensky. Nor should you trust them. 
I know people that walked into a room and there was COVID in the room and they walked out and they still got it. You just, for whatever reason, you just don't know. Again, now breakthrough cases, fully vaccinated people, people with boosters, people with double boosters and people with double boosters and two shots for four shots total and a previous infection are now getting it a second time. I know more of those people than I, I care to mention. Uh, but then Jen Psaki asked by Peter Ducey about Pelosi having COVID and the close contact. This is what she said. How many guys say that President Biden was not a close contact with Speaker Pelosi when there is video of the speaker kissing him? Well, Peter, the way that it is defined is by the Center for Disease Control, the CDC, and their definition of it is 15 minutes of, of contact within a set period of time uh, and within six feet. Uh, it did not meet that bar. Oh, that bar. Linda, how many people do you know that like walked into a restaurant and was in the restaurant? They were there for like five minutes picking up food and they ended up testing positive, right? I don't think anybody knows how it's. They don't. They don't know. And honestly, this might be the one time I feel bad for Circleback because she has to stand up there. And I know she doesn't believe what she's saying. There's no way she could, honestly. Oh, I, I agree with you. I just think that she's standing up there. She's got a little cue card. They're like, whatever you do, don't say well, that this sounds insane. they tried to hedge their bets because they realized that sounded pretty dumb. And it then- sounds re- I mean, it sounds really bad. She it's sounds really, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. And I mean, it's just one of those moments where it's like, we don't know where it came from. We don't know where they got it. We're not blaming anybody. It's a virus. These things happen. Everybody's going to take the right precautions. And we're going to do everything we can following this and talk to everybody's doctor. And that's that. And just keep it moving. Let me play then Kate Benningfield, uh, communications director, has to go out and clean up Saki's mess. Well, it is possible that Joey can test positive, but he's protected. Well, everybody, the whole point is everyone now is getting a breakthrough case. doesn't matter whether you got the shot, didn't get the shot. Everybody's just as equally vulnerable. Listen. Uh, we're taking uh, many, many precautions. We take precautions to ensure uh, that the president uh, is protected. But I do think it's important to note that, you know, it is possible he will test positive for COVID at some point. And we're in a very different place than we were, uh, for example, when uh, they held that event uh, for Justice Barrett, which is to say we have vaccines, we have treatments. Uh, you know, the president is vaccinated and double boosted. And so, uh, you know, protected from uh, severe COVID. So, we go. We take every precaution to ensure that we keep him safe. We keep the vice president safe, uh, the first lady, the second gentleman, our staff here. Um, but you know, it is certainly possible that he will test positive for COVID, and uh, he is vaccinated. He's boosted and uh, and protected from the most severe uh, strains of the yeah, virus. The first thing he would get within the, the, the seconds after he tests positive are monoclonal antibodies, which is hard for the public to get. You know. Well, now we know that Joey supports that, Sean. So we're in full yeah, support now, of the monoclonals. Yeah. Well, why why isn't it mass produced for everybody? You know, Ron DeSantis, you know, o- almost all of last year, anybody in Florida, once Delta hit and we had breakthrough cases, he opened up these monoclonal antibody centers. And everybody, anybody that tested positive could walk in. You, you confirm you have a positive test. You get your monoclonals. And I have not known a single person. That when if they get it in day one, two, even three, that didn't do phenomenally well with monoclonal antibodies, not one. And yet they 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 for whatever reason they just embrace one size fits all. 
They, but wait, you know, can, can we have now changed? It's it used to be, <laughs> oh, you know, you're not going to get it. Uh, if you're not vaccinated, it's your fault. You're responsible for spreading it. Well, you could be fully vaccinated and boosted and spread it. The point that you're making is so incredibly important because they were on a tear for two years that we couldn't get monoclonals, that we couldn't get any other antiviral, that there was nothing else but what they suggested. And I'm thinking to myself, why are you so against all of these other options that could potentially work? It doesn't make any sense. And now we know that the vaccine does not prevent, treat, or cure. It doesn't do any of these things. And now we're on what, fourth booster, fifth booster, depending on what you took, what you need, who your doctor is, what they say. I, I'm not listening to any of these people. You can't listen to anybody. But here's, here's the bigger problem. The same people that are telling you science, science, science. Have doctors okay, that have come the out. Science. Right. The science now is moved to a new area. It's called breakthrough cases. That means the only option at that point you can't give another booster shot of somebody who has COVID, but there's something called therapeutics, as we've been talking about. Right. And honestly, Sean, you've been saying this literally from day one. And the problem that drive this is what drives me completely insane. And this is what we talk to people. I mean, people call on the show every single day telling Katie and I the same thing. I got monoclonals, I got uh, some other virus variant, you know, um, and then they tried this antiviral on me and it worked. And then the same people will say, I got a prescription from my doctor and then I went to the pharmacy and they wouldn't fill it out for me. They wouldn't, I mean, they oh, wouldn't fill the prescription too. for that, me. That, that's happening. And I'm like, what and the up hell? until this weekend, I found that it was very hard to get these new antivirals. I'm not an expert on these. I, I know a lot more about monoclonal antibodies because I was up to my eyeballs. There were Catholic hospitals all over New York that were giving out as, as part of their regular treatment for anybody that tested positive at that point, the monoclonal of choice was Regeneron. Right. And, they were, and, and so they, anybody tested positive, they'd give you Regeneron. And there was plenty of supply. Once Joe discovered it, he only mentioned it in his vaccine mandate speech. Then all of a sudden, we're short on supplies of monoclonals. And then he starts rationing it in states like Florida. And then the governor very cleverly said, all right, I'll, I'll buy my own. The hell with you. And unfortunately, there isn't enough to buy because the federal government has a contract on all of it. So they get first dibs and complete dibs on all of the production. It's unbelievable. But also, Sean, remember this. Remember when we were first looking into all of what the options were, right? Because what we wanted to do was save American lives, save lives all over the world if we could, right? Because we had this shortage of what suddenly was a very common drug that was now completely unavailable. And this is now a theme. Every time something works, it becomes completely unavailable. And the government has suddenly bought up all the supply and all that we can get is what they recommend. This to me seems beyond suspect. And for anybody to say that this is an odd, unusual, needs to be looked into, is somebody who's following blindly. And what makes so little sense to me is that when Trump was president, all we ever said was don't trust the government. It's the same government, even though the president has changed. The swamp hasn't changed. It's the same people. You need to do your own research. You need to ask your doctor and you should have the right to do whatever is best for you, period. Uh, unreal. Anyway, we have time for a quick call here. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, let's say hi to Doug in Massachusetts. What's up, Doug? How are you? Hi, good afternoon, Sean. How are you? It's good to speak to you. Good. What's going on? Hey, uh, there's a lot of things that, you know, Biden's done where he's not been held accountable, but, 
you know, there are a couple things that just bother me that haven't been brought been brought up. Uh, the first one is, isn't it while Biden was in office as VP, he was on record stating that he was going to hold up U.S. taxpayer funds until the prosecutor stopped investing his son overseas. Is that not he said? He said, "I've never office? spoken with my son about any of his foreign business dealings. We've got pictures of Joe with some of zero experience Hunter." Uh, his foreign business dealers. I think a Kazakh uh, oligarch and a, and a, somebody in Mexico that he literally the White House and 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 meetings with my father and and you haven't given us you know Adam Schiff yet. I'm like oh, so it was a quid and a pro and a quo. Um, it's it's all there and it all goes right to Joe Biden too, paying his bills, big guy putting aside monies for that. I mean it's all there. And then he admitted that he was going to hold it up until they stopped investing in his son. That's just wrong. Yeah. And that's on tape. I remember <laughs> yeah. hearing that. The last thing. name was Trump. I'm telling you right now, uh, they'd be in jail by now. I mean, it's such a. this is why I say we're now living, you know, Levin called it the post-constitutional America. Okay, he's right on every point. Part of that is that we don't have equal justice and equal application of our laws. And that, and that's bad for all of society. Anyway, appreciate the call. 800-941-SEAN is our number if you want to be a part of the program. Listen, if you suffer from insomnia, I used to be there with you. I found the antidote, and it's all things MyPillow.com. Uh, and the great thing is they got so many wonderful products, starting with the MyPillow, premium pillow. I love it. I fall asleep faster. I stay asleep longer. I rave about these Giza Dream Sheets, the softest sheets you will ever ever sleep on in your life they're made from the world's best cotton it's called giza and right now giza dream sheets are at their lowest price ever and 60 percent off 39.99 when you go to the sean hannity square at mypillow.com it's that simple or call and mention my name 800-919-6090 do it today you get a free copy of mike lindell's book with your purchase and they have other deep discounts on what 150 plus other great mypillow products MyPillow.com, Sean Hannity Square, for the sleep you want, need, crave, desire, and the sleep you deserve. Sleepy Joe just signed more executive actions in one week than most presidents did in their entire term. So much for democracy. Looks like Joe is the new dictator. Hannity's on right now. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Uh, we've got a great Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern on the Fox News Channel. The bad state of the economy. It's the bad news. Well, bad news in Ukraine, too. Um, we've got images and pictures that I guess others, other networks don't want to show you. I really don't understand it. Um, people need to understand the urgency of this moment, because if we don't stop Putin here, where, do, where does it end? And Zelensky said that last night on his interview in 60 Minutes. Anyway, load it up. Uh, we've got Kellyanne Conway, Reince Priebus, Kaylee McEnany, Ari Fleischer, Dr. Oz, who just got President Trump's endorsement, uh, Sarah Carter, Ken Paxton. 
He was on fire this weekend. We'll tell you about that. Leo and Clay Travis, 9 Eastern, set your DVR. We'll see you then. Back here tomorrow. Thank you for making this show possible. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity. And the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.